before we start, we just wanted to let you know that after this episode, we will be taking a bit of a break to work on more content. In the meantime, we'd love to hear from you, so drop us a DM on Instagram at we run with you. Let us know what you'd like to hear next season, and make sure to subscribe so you know when we'll release a new episode. Hi, and welcome to Doing Good. I'm Rob Alvarez. And this is Kathy Wynn. Each week, we aim to bring you amazing stories from everyday people who are taking on life's challenges, both big and small, and along the way, doing good for others. We hope you enjoy these intimate conversations, and thank you so much for listening. In this episode, we chat with John Ogbin. John is a school administrator and avid runner who founded the Nick Mowers Memorial 5K in memory of a friend who died at the age of 36 from a brain aneurysm. Nick Mowers was a positive force throughout his life and in memory through John, continues to make this world a better place. Please enjoy our fun conversation with John about friendship and leaving your mark. Hi, John. It's great to finally connect with you. How are you? Good. I'm doing great. It's uh, yeah, it's been a long time, but it's nice to uh, finally be able to sit down and uh, have a talk. Yeah. So we met you through the Nick Mowers 5K, which you started about five years ago with some friends, and it's a great event. It's really gotten bigger and bigger each year. Can you tell us who Nick Mowers is? Well, uh, yeah, Nick is was my best friend, and um. Nick, I, I met Nick in seventh grade language arts class, okay. and um, we hit it off there, and we've, we've been friends ever since. Pennsylvania's a real small town, and uh, my class is kind of unique um, to where we were all really, really close friends, and uh, there's nine of us from my graduating class that really stuck together, oh, and wow. Nick was one of those nine guys. And uh, so since, since, uh, since I first met Nick, we just... We really bonded together. We really bonded together over music. We uh, both liked the same types of music, and we went to plenty of concerts together, and uh, also comedy. Um, I can tell you specific times walking through, skipping class and walking through the hallways <laughs> at high school, talking about that Saturday Night Live skit or something that happened on Saturday Night Live that weekend, and it was just mind-boggling how we could go through the hallways and laugh and never miss a beat and oh, then go wow. back and uh smooth it over with our teachers to say we were just going to the bathroom but um yeah nick was a, a he was a unique individual and i knew that about him from the first moment i met him um he was a free spirit he didn't conform to normalcy um to, to like popularity things he was his own own person and uh that was he was like that that way since since seventh grade he never really followed along with the popular things to do and he uh he was awesome um we were good friends all throughout high school and then as we got into college uh we were good friends we, we all like those nine guys we all went to community college together too so we were pretty okay. tight wow from middle middle school, high school, and then even in the uh, first two years after high school. And then we started to split off and go in different ways. Uh, Nick moved to uh, South, well, North Carolina. Uh, he went to um, East Carolina and then stayed down there because he liked it so much. And I always thought um, that he would come back up, but he never did. And uh, the cool part was I, I was always worried that he didn't have friends and didn't have close friends like we, we had here, but there must have been something keeping him down there. Mm -hmm. But uh, just 
in normal Nick fashion, he had a whole following of friends down there and uh, he really enjoyed it. But every time he would come home, he would always, we would always catch a show or just hang out in the backyard and talk and everything like that. I think the last concert we went to was a Wilco concert at the, um, uh, what's it? It, it? It's it was the Blockbuster Center at the time. I think it was right. Blockbuster, but BBT, the place in Camden. Yeah, the Camden. Was the yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. That was the last concert we went to. But man, we went all over the place. I mean, when we went to concerts, it's not like we just went to Philly all the time. We, we, uh, we, we flew down to uh, Florida. We followed the Black Crows from Florida all the way up to back to New Jersey, and uh, we went to the Beacon Theater every year in March to see the Allman Brothers Band for more than one they, they always do like a, a residency in march at the mm -hmm. beacon and um they were doing two weeks at the time when when we were there but we would go at least three or four shows to that beacon theater and uh it was spectacular we had so much fun the first time first person i went to ever went to new york with was nick and uh <laughs> we got off the uh we got off the penn station and we had to find the beacon theater and it was him and me and i said where do we go dude and he's like i don't know let's ask the police officer <laughs> and they don't really like giving directions there so that was pretty funny um but yeah, we had we we logged a lot of miles together and uh, had a lot of fun, and it was devastating when um, he passed. Uh, it was just, yeah. it, 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 I mean, we, I'm, I'm, I'll be turning 44 next week, and we were 36 when it happened, and uh, wow. not young in most people's eyes, but I'll tell you something, it turns you into like a little kid. You don't know where to turn when um, one of your best friends passes away at that young young of an age, and uh, I always wanted to do something and i it, well I, I remember it was at the um at the the funeral after the funeral we all went out to mm -hmm. eat and i said to uh nick's dad i said we're going to do something and it's going to be awesome and uh we're going to do something and it's going to have all but that was the hard part to find all the things that nick did so when nick did something he was awesome at it like uh -huh. rollerblading i'll never forget the time when he started <laughs> picking up rollerblading and he would do it in the parking lots at concerts so this one time we went to see the grateful dead and i can't rollerblade i can't ice i mean i can ice skate but i don't like rollerblading i don't like to do any of that kind of stuff when it's relaxing fun time i like to relax and fun rollerblading <laughs> is exercise to me so i'll never forget the time we get there and nick puts on his rollerblades and he goes i'll see you later and i never saw him like we we would oh, get wow. to shows yeah, we would get there like two or three hours beforehand. And I was like, dude, where are you going? And he would be buzzing around on his rollerblades the whole time. So like when he rollerbladed, he was awesome at it. He would get a mountain bike. He was awesome at it. Anything he did, he was good at. And so it was like, what can we do to, to memorialize Nick? What, yeah. what can we do? And me being a runner, I know that five Ks really worked. And mm -hmm. when you uh, really put a lot into it, I, I love five Ks. They're awesome. It's probably one of the funnest races to run for me yeah. because it's short it's quick you're always helping out a good cause and there can always be a fun party afterwards i've been to plenty of them um i i think what as when i was younger i went to a lot of them but as i got older i think my first one was um kelly's kelly's logan house the, the run they have over there and i was like it was a whole different world like i said i ran it when i was young in high school when i did track and all that stuff but as a 20 20 some year old individual running a uh -huh. 5k when they serve beer afterwards i was like whoa this is a whole new world i gotta get into <laughs> did you um, ever did you ever run one with nick no but nick and i ran track together oh, cool. um, okay i'm sure he would have been really good at the 5k too right 
Yeah, yeah. We we ran tracks together. He was uh he ran the eight hundred okay. and I ran the uh mile and two mile. And it was funny because we I, I wrestled and he played basketball and that was like our serious sports. Um track was it just came natural. So we would go to track and it was like it was pretty much fun. Yeah. Um we would be able to run and hang out and i remember we would go to relays and we would play frisbee in the parking lot and our coach would get so pissed because we wouldn't go in and and he, he would have to run around and find us and we'd be like oh 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 it's our turn okay <laughs> and then we would and it made it made people mad because we would like go and put our shoes because we would be we would be playing frisbee and our flip-flops and everything and then we'd put our shoes on and go out there and run and then blow him away and make like he was good he, he was but really you got good. it done right he got yeah. it done yeah and you yeah, guys, yeah yeah we got it done. so his coach never, shouldn't be too uh, upset <laughs> no yeah this one kid we had he was a uh, an exchange student and he would get so mad at nick and i because he would see us out at friday nights at a party it's not, not always the best thing but he would see us out at friday nights at parties and we'd be drinking and having a good time and we would get up and he's, he would look at us and be like well you guys gotta run tomorrow and we're like yeah we got it and then uh <laughs> The next day we would blow him away and he would get so angry. <laughs> but no, like we had a good time and, and it's, it's, I, I really wish he was here right now um, to see what he would do because that was the cool part about Nick. When he went to college and then uh, after college, he was an art teacher at a high school. He was an art teacher at college. He also um, made his own uh, jewelry. He was a metalsmith and he made jewelry and he's been in magazines and stuff like that. It would be very interesting to see what he would be doing now. Uh, because it was always like when he would come back from North Carolina, I'd be like, so what, what are you doing, dude? And he, it would just be all these different things. And he would always get into anything. He was never afraid of trying anything. And, uh, it, it's a shame that he's not here because I would, I would really want to know what he's doing with this whole COVID stuff. <laughs> he'd, be losing, <laughs> he'd be losing his mind because I know like this summer, the black crows were, were coming back. Well, not the whole black crows. It's just the lead singer and the guitar player were coming back and playing live. And it's a shame too. Cause the, he, passed away in june of 2013 and in april of 2013 and i still have it, it still shows up on my time hop we bought tickets to see the black crows that summer that august it was august the 11th mm-hmm. and i and we were going to go to that show and it was going to be awesome and he passed away we couldn't i still did go but man it would have been awesome for him to be able to go and this summer they were torn again and i said you know i said to my wife i'm like nick and i would be going to that show if it happened yeah he'd be really pissed yeah. uh with all the concerts that are being canceled now <laughs> uh, i can definitely tell you know why you're compelled to do something um, like set, start up the 5k yeah and it's also a healing for for all my friends like um we all kind of we all chip in and everything like that but it helps i think everybody in this not just me but um all my friends come they all have a good time you guys have been there. You've seen the yeah. pictures of Nick and all that stuff mm-hmm. that, that, we, that we have up there. And it reminds us all of a good time. Like this year with, with all the stuff that's happened with COVID and everything, it's like, man, it really sucks that we couldn't have the race this year because the day we had picked out, of course, was a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. One of the best. I, I mean, uh-huh. the, the, for running, I, I probably could have ran 25 miles that day. It was so nice. <laughs> and uh, it was just it was just a, a perfect day. And, and and it's a shame it didn't happen. Yeah. And it's a, it's a great time. I mean, we we had a blast there. I think it's um, so I guess you would say it's it's a pretty much a big celebration. Yes. Of his memory, yeah. Right. 
it's more than just the 5k um so i ran that i ran that kelly's logan house and i thought that was awesome and uh my my mother-in-law lives in ocean city maryland and every time i go down there i always try to find a race to run and they have a uh, a st patty's day race they have a a beautiful half marathon down there and um then they have a uh, 10k halloween race and and that's a lot of fun too but uh, something i noticed about all those races is you always get a ticket for a beer afterwards and there's always a party whether there's, I mean, the half marathon, they have a band, they have a tent. So I said, listen, we can, we can, because at first all my friends are like, dude, we don't want to do a 5k where I'm just going to sit there and run. I'm like, no, it's not just that. We want to have a party afterwards and the party is going to be awesome. And we, we can go ahead and start raising funds and really make it something worthwhile. Now, Pennsville is small. I've lived here my whole life. We don't have 5k's anymore. We used to have one before the September fest. And that's literally, that was literally just a run. And that's it. So I wanted something like I saw in Ocean City, Maryland. I wanted the beer afterwards. I wanted the food item. The food item was an awesome thing. Mm-hmm. I wanted the, the the Chinese auction and all those types of things just to go ahead and say, this is what it is. It's going to be a party. And if you don't run, still come up. It's still going to be fun. And it's turned into like it's it's turned into that. This is exactly what I wanted. I wanted a live band. We got it. Um, cause Nick love music. Now the band gets mad because nobody gets up there and dances. Is there a bar band? But that's not <laughs> what we do. Um, and I told him, I'm like, listen guys, you can just use it as a rehearsal. I'll still pay you. I don't care if you come out and play like, I don't know, a, a, a Marshall Tucker band. So I, I don't even care <laughs> just play music. Cause that's what we like to do. Yeah. And, um, cause they were getting on me this year. They're like, John, you guys have got to get the dance. Like we're, we feel like you're, we're stealing money. I'm like, no, you're not stealing money. That's what we want. We don't care that you're doing anything, but, but that's the kind of stuff Nick like. He liked a good time. He liked to sit around and drink some beers, listen to some music and have fun. And that's what we do at our race is we raise some money to, to, uh, to run and that's fun. But then afterwards we drink some beers, we have a good time. We laugh, we joke around and all in memory of him because he would love to be there. So what was the, the, uh, first one, like the very first year? So yeah, the first year, um, the weather was beautiful and, uh, everybody was kind of leery because it, like, it was my idea. I'm like, yo, this is what we're doing. <laughs> so they're like, okay. And the first one was, uh, so like, I would say like about 80 people. Okay. Uh, 80, That's 80, a good 80, number. Yeah, 80 That's runners. That's a great number yeah. For, yeah. for starting out. That, But that was it. Everybody had fun. And uh, I've turned into quite the, um, I guess, the uh, hype man in these certain situations because I go, <laughs> like now we have the Facebook page and I start inundating people with, hey, come out and run. This is going to be it. It's going to be the best time of your life. It's going to be fun. And we start getting people. And I realize people like free stuff. So when um, – normally every year when i go and i publish the date of the race and i say the first five people sign up get an extra beer ticket well five people sign up like that and then the <laughs> word spreads so we we jumped from um 80 to like 160 from when i started i, I said i wanted 200 runners mm-hmm. by the third year we got 200 by the fifth year we were almost to three we i think by year five because this this year would have been year six by year five we were like 260 which was pretty spectacular and i'm telling you if we had a year six Mm -hmm. i think it would have been even bigger yeah because everybody and and another cool thing is i wanted a cool t-shirt those tech shirts are cool but as people get older and they get out of shape, they show people men's boobs a lot. So, uh, and all my friends are like, dude, they're, they're like, don't, don't get a, a texture. Don't get a texture. So a close friend of mine is a commercial artist 
And um, so we made the shirt something pretty spectacular to where we use Nick's logo on and um, an anvil uh-huh. because he uh, he was an, he was a metalsmith. Mm-hmm. And then we also got his license and uh, took his uh, license, uh, his signature off of his license and recreated that and made that part of the shirt. And um, we uh, I, I'll tell you something The last year's shirt. The one that looked like a like a concert layout, mm-hmm. like a like a concert ticket or a concert billboard, I see those things all around town. People love those shirts. W- what it's done is it's really created a lot of buzz. Like, hey, mm-hmm. that's a pretty cool shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? You, I mean, you guys probably have tons of race shirts, right? You know your favorite ones. I have my favorite. I still one have yours the, from last year. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, a, that, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite one that I ever ran was my first mar- half marathon from ocean city maryland and it's a texture and it's awesome i love it i wear it like a badge of honor like like i wrestled when i was younger you knew the good wrestlers when they came with like nice shoes um so <laughs> when i run a race i wear that half marathon shirt and people are like whoa he ran a half marathon at least that's what i think <laughs> in my head but um so no but uh i i really wanted to make it something i wanted to make an event and i think i would say that it's probably the second most attended event in pennsville um to the september Fe- well third to the september fest and the wine festival we can't compete against those things but um as, as far as what we do and how we do it i think we do a pretty good job and hey it goes to show in what we've been able to do like we've uh we've given out well over ten thousand dollars in scholarships um we built a dog park which is yeah. to me i i still can't even believe it because it's pennsville people usually live in, in houses with yards and uh fenced in their dogs can run around their own yard. That dog park gets so much traffic. I'm amazed. Um, so uh, we've got that, and uh, that's pretty cool because um, it's a big thing now with dogs. Like people love dog parks, and I don't know why. Yeah, because I was gonna. Well, I was gonna say, you know, that's not only a great time, but you guys raise money for good causes. I guess yeah. what what made you kind of choose to? Well, one, I guess in the beginning to to raise money for scholarships in Pennsville and then, then eventually to build a dog park. Well, with, uh, with the scholarships, it, it was like Nick was an educator. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember a conversation him and I had actually at the Wilco concert. And we talked about like, yeah, Pennsville is small and it's a small town, but we had a pretty good education in Pennsville. When we go out into the world, we're like, wow, they, uh, they did pretty well. So um, that was one of the thoughts that came up. And he was um, always into art. And uh, that was also something we have an art teacher in, in town, um, Mr. Greenswag, Mr. G. And uh, he's he was our man. And um, he was always fun, always had a good time. And um, we really liked him. And that was one of the reasons that Nick was so much into art. And um, also Mrs. Sheehan, too. That was another art teacher that he was very fond of. So giving back to the school and the kids is something we really wanted to do. It's a shame because Mr. G passed away last mm. spring. And um, we were going to honor him this year at the race because he was once he he found out he was right on it and he was our T-shirt guy. He would help us out with the T-shirts, handing those out. So he's he was he's a real big uh, influence in, in what we wanted to do there with that scholarship. But then we, we were making money like the race was bringing in a lot of money and people were donating a lot of things because, like you said, we were also giving back to so people like that. Yeah. And um we got to a point to where we had a lot of money in the bank account. And I said, yo, we got to do something else. Um, because just given a, I, we were up to one time where we were, we, so, uh, the senior awards at Pennsville high school 
it's a senior award night and they give out awards mm-hmm. um the largest award that they would give out was a uh, two-year scholarship to Stanley Community College, and that runs around, I would say, around $10,000. But besides that, the large awards were like $1,000. We were giving away five. Wow. So we were halfway there. And I That's wasn't amazing. ready to do the Stanley Community College thing because we, we wanted to keep it art-based. But um, Nick loved, loved animals, and he loved dogs. I swear, when he would, I have, I have, I have uh, two dogs. I had two dogs when Nick was alive. And I had three, and we just had one we put down at the beginning of the summer. But um, Nick would come home, and I, I almost thought he wanted to hang out with my dogs more than me some days <laughs> because he would just be talking to them uh-huh. and everything. And But, uh, yeah, he loved dogs. He had a dog named Kaya. And uh, all the time, like, we would go to – like I said, we would go to dead shows and all that stuff, and we would go to Black Crows. And every once in a while, he would say, hey, we're going to the next show, but we're going to take this dog with us and take him to the next show with us. And I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? I'm like, we don't even have dog food or anything. Like, <laughs> what are we going to do? And he goes, oh, he's cool. It'll be fine. I'm like, what? <laughs> but he would always do that kind of stuff. And um, I remember one time we were in Virginia Beach going into a Black Crows show. We were outside, and there was a dog in a car. And, um, I mean, it was a pretty bad situation. And he was not, we were not going in unless that dog was saved or taken care of. And I thought he was going to break the window. Therefore, I was like, dude, you can't do that. You can't break the but believe it or not, they had uh, animal control there and they came and broke the window and got the dog out. So he felt better. And then we could finally go into the concert. But um, he was very caring and loved dogs. And uh, uh, Billy came up with the idea of doing a dog park and he was on township committee at the time. So um, we were able to pull some strings and get the land and uh, then build a dog park. And I'll tell you something. I'm shocked that people even use it, to tell you the truth. Um, for the past two years, we've done a dog Halloween costume contest. And oh, it's cool. It, it, we're lucky in that everything we do every year, the attendance doubles by the next year. A lot of it has to do with we run a good event and we publicize it very well. Yeah. But I think it's also the passion that they see you yeah. know, that you have and your, all your friends have for Nick. And, you know, people really get attracted to that. And I mean, I... I'm really lucky that I actually got to attend two of your 5Ks. I, unlike yeah. you, I hate 5Ks, but oh, the only, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was lucky enough to see the advertisement. I, I believe on Facebook, and I was like, "Oh, this yes. is interesting." And as you know, I'm I, I'm a brain aneurysm survivor, and yes. it was uh, in honor of Nick, who um, unfortunately passed away because mm-hmm. uh, of his aneurysm, and so. For me, at that point in my life, I really wanted to, um, in my own way, just, you know, support. And I was like, all right, you hate 5Ks, but you're going to run this one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, it's the, when I got there, I, I came, I, no, I came by myself. No, I came with yeah. one other friend. Yes. And um, you guys were so gracious. It was a, it was such a huge gathering and it, Plant where the race is. It planted itself right over the, um, is it the river? D- Delaware the, the River. The Delaware yeah. River there, and it was just so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it was so, seen it. yeah, and everyone was just so friendly, and I could just see the enthusiasm in everyone who was um, part of this. So you know, I'm really lucky that you know we were fortunate to um, to be there. At least I, you know, the last year, um, you know, I got to bring the whole family. So that that was a really great treat. I mean, it's it's a it's a lot of work on us. I mean, my my whole living room's taken over by by baskets and everything. But 
and always leading up to it, my wife and I are like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. We can't do this anymore. But afterwards, it's the feeling and the joy you get from it. It's just, uh, it's overwhelming. And I think it was, it was the last year this guy came up to me. He goes, listen, man, my kids look forward to this like they look forward to 4th of July fireworks. He goes, and I said, dude, we're going to keep on doing it every year until you stop coming um, because that's what we want to do. And we want to, and hey, we all, my friends, we all have kids, we all have families and everything. And, it, and it's fun. They look forward to it. I mean, they get to kind of see one another then. And I mean, I have friends that come from California to come to this race. Uh, my one friend from Florida hasn't been, but because uh, his son plays uh, ba- baseball down there and that's like major baseball league but uh i have friends that come come from all over the place and i mean i see we see faces that we haven't seen in a long time that just show up for fun and uh it's it's a good time so you've been a runner obviously since high school did you continuously run since yeah i took some time off in my 20s because well okay uh, that was just uh because college uh, (laughs) yeah i guess that's how i put it um, that happened to me yeah, too. But uh, I, I started, I started running. I mean, my my parents are runners, so uh, ah. I would run around with them all the time. I would always finish races with my mom every time, and that's where I remember the September Fest runs because uh, it would always happen at the park, and we were, we would do that all the time. My mom told me I ran the um, uh, ten miler one time down in um, Cape May when I was younger, but I, I don't, I don't think I ran a ten miler, but she swears <laughs> I did. I uh, I know one one time there was, you, you ever hear the icicle run? Yes. Yeah, I ran the icicle run one year in uh in uh one of those plastic rubber suits or those rubber suits from re- for for losing weight for wrestling. Oh my gosh. I ran the icicle run in that one. That's here. crazy. <laughs> and my dad thought it was a great idea. I had a Monday match. He goes, dude, you'll go and lose some weight. You'll be fine. That Monday <laughs> match was the worst match I ever wrestled in my oh life my because gosh. I ran ten miles in a rubber suit the day before. No, but. <laughs> I ran, I, I, I ran track. I ran cross. Well, I ran track all four years. My sophomore year, I didn't want to do it. I'll never forget that. Um, Mr. Maniglia was this, was the uh, track coach and he called me. He's like, John, you got to run. You got, I was like, nah, man, I had a real good year in wrestling. I'm not going to run. I'm going to take this spring off because <laughs> I, I, I was overworked, I guess. But, um, my dad and mom and me, and, uh, we went running one Saturday and we ran, I think, five miles. And I finished a good 30 minutes before them. I was in the driveway when they got home. My dad's like, hey, hop in the back of the truck. I was like, what? <laughs> he goes, just get in the bed of the truck. He goes, all right. And I was like, okay. And he goes, I, I, I got a surprise. And he takes me up to the track field. Uh-huh. And I don't know if him and the track coach had a, a pact that this was going to happen. But Mr. Benigli was standing out there with a big smile on his face. My dad goes, you're running track. Get out. <laughs> and uh <laughs> i was like oh okay and i looked at Minig. i was like did you plan this he's like well i, I do have some phone calls I, I made but uh so i ran track that year so my freshman and sophomore year i i, I ran or i played football and okay. i was a i was a lightweight for wrestling so i, I wrestled 119 my freshman and sophomore year and i played football so that just didn't work out right and um there was a kid who uh had no business running on the track team and the uh, or a cross country team. So the cross country coach was my wrestling coach, and that kid was also a wrestler. So the cross country coach and the football coach had a trade ceremony where they traded him to the football team and me to the cross country <laughs> team. And I should have been out there because uh, that cross country was fun, and um, we, we were done practice when football was just starting their uh, grass drills. What do you think, or why do you think Nick? 
um, left such an indelible mark with you and probably with so many people. I think I know you had great stories of him yeah. being a free spirit and yeah. just so much so adventurous. But that's what it was. I always envied that and I looked up to that and I thought like Nick's parents really gave him. I mean, not saying my parents didn't, but um, Nick's parents gave him room to grow and be his own individual. And that's something. And he, and he did it. And it was pretty awesome how he did. He didn't worry about anything, really. And uh, that was the best thing about him. I'll never forget. He was dead set on drawing this thing. Uh, It was a a Grateful Dead symbol of steal your face. And he had two crow's heads inside of it because we were were touring around with the Black Crows. But the next week they were flying out. They were going down to Tampa and opening up for the Grateful Dead. And we were going. And – he made that we were getting ready for this. We were in my apartment at college shooting away time before the uh, show that night in Philly. And he kept on drawing. He was just in a corner drawing. And like we had a party going on. It was fun. Like we were. And I'm like, dude, dude, what are you doing? He goes, I'm, I'm drawing. I'm like, well, <laughs> get up, I'm, get up. And he's just like, no, no, I'm cool. I'm drawing. And he got done. And I was like, holy cow, that's unbelievable. And that's just what he did. You know, um, he played guitar and he was good at it. And he would sit in a corner and just play guitar. He didn't really have to conform to what everyone else did. He was his, he was his own spirit. And th- I envied that. I, I looked up to that and I thought that was awesome. And he would just do his own thing. I'll never forget the first, oh gosh, we were fresh from the first party I took him to. He was so drunk and <laughs> got on the treadmill at this party and like started, and I was like, dude, you're being annoying. I'm like, you gotta stop. I was like, these are seniors, they're gonna they're gonna kick our ass. And he just looked like, no, it's fine, it's fine. And he had no problem doing doing whatever he wanted to do, but that that was him. And that's that's what I looked up to, that's what I envied, and that's something and I've never met another person like him. Right. That's that's enough like I've never there was one kid I met in, in college that was similar, but I've never met another person that was like Nick. Uh, he was just, he was awesome. I, and, and, and I, lo- I, I looked up to him. I, I envied the way he didn't really worry about things too much and didn't let things get him down and just marched to the beat of his own drummer. Do you think he um, shaped or changed you in some way growing up to, you know, to who you are now? Yeah, definitely. So, so Nick had had a, has an older brother, Tony, and I have two older brothers, Chris and Brian. And we would always share stories about our older brothers because we were the, both the youngest. Um, but yeah, like he, there was some similarities with us. Like I said, we liked the same things, but he always was different, like and and different in a good way. And uh, yeah, he shaped a lot of different a lot, lot of things for me to where I would be able to let go and not worry about things so much. Um, to to where you're not afraid of trying new things and just doing the stuff he did. But yeah, he shaped a lot about me. Um, and, and like I said, we spent some time together. We did a lot of cool things. Like there was a lot of firsts I did with Nick and like, shoot, if, if you've never waited out in line for a concert for five hours for tickets i mean nowadays you don't even have to do that with, yeah. with the computer and everything but <laughs> like yeah we did that we would sit outside for five hours and not even blink an eye and say hey we're going and it, his dad i remember his dad would be like why I, I remember the first time we went to see the black crows two nights in a row at the tower theater in philly and it was a uh, gosh it was 1995 and my dad i used to tack my tickets up on my uh, bulletin board in, in my in my room 
And my dad's like, what are you doing? I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? He's like, it's the same band, two nights in a row? I said, Dad, it's different, though. It's, it's different. <laughs> I'm like, you don't understand. Like, they don't play the same songs together. And, like, we were at Nick's house. His dad said the same thing. He's like, oh, that's cool. And but like that that was the kind of that was how he was brought up and i'll tell you something it made him a pretty cool person um but yeah there there's a lot of influence in in what i do and especially now like shoot there's so many things like that you do every day you're like "Ah, i don't feel like doing that but there's always like you know what if nick was here we would do it so Mm -hmm. go ahead and do it he helps me get through things, just the thought of him and everything like that. And, and there's certain things like I would have never come across if it wasn't for him. I would have never. And, and and you know what? Him with me, too. Like uh, he would always get he would always make fun of me because I like Prince. I'm like, dude, you don't understand about Prince. I was like, Prince is the man. And it's not just <laughs> Purple Rain. Like, it's not yeah. just that. Like, and I would play him guitar stuff. He's like, wow, Prince is really good. And so and he would do things like, hey, I made you a mixtape. And out of the blue, I'm like, why? Like, he's like, because it, like you should listen to this stuff. And yeah. I still have that stuff. Like, I still have those CDs, those, those um, tapes. I mean, gosh, we have concerts. I have concerts to where you can hear him and me, like recordings of concerts to where you can him hear him and me in the crowd. Uh, I remember the first one we got. We were standing right next to the dude, and and after the concert, we're like, hey, uh, well, I wouldn't have asked him, but Nick Lena was like could I get your address and could we get this tape? And, um, <laughs> it just happened that way. And that's just, that's, that's, that's the way it was. And, uh, so he would do that kind of stuff and really like New York going to see the black girls in New York. It was like, are we really, it was 1996. And I said, are we really going to do this? Like, what do we do? Like, how do we, I said, I'm not driving to New York city. And he goes, I don't know what we do. And so started researching it and look around and then we did it. And I'm like, are you, you ready? And he's like, yeah. So we went, um, what was it? Three nights in a row to uh, New York. By the third night, we were like, "Dude, New York's easy. We're professionals. Uh, I, I can go anywhere in New York." But yeah, and it's just <laughs> we 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 went and did it. And um, people, all, all our friends. I mean, we're from South Jersey. So all our friends were like, "Guys, you went to New York? That's crazy. Did you look at anybody? Did you talk to people?" I'm like, "Yeah, it was nobody." And they're like, "Well, they say that you can't look at, look at anybody when you go to New York City." <laughs> And uh, I'm like, no, it's not like that at all. But again, I would not have done that by myself. Well, I don't know about you or I don't know about Rob, but I can just tell that, you know, whenever you share a story about Nick and your adventures, you literally light up through <laughs> the this conversation. It's just, I'm actually quite envious that you've had such a wonderful friend and even till this day, you know, he's set, um, he's left such a um, profound um, imprint on you. And and I could sense it too. And I, I, you know, I'm listening to you and all I could do is, is smile for you because that is probably one of the greatest gifts that Nick gave you is such wonderful memories and, um, you know, so it's, uh, it's, it's so great to hear this. Um, I, I you know, I only know you, John, through yeah. a couple of the five uh, Ks that we that I've ran over at Pennsville, and of course on Facebook. Um, but yeah, just hearing you talk about Nick and 
uh, everything that you guys did. It's like, it's so cool. He's such a free spirit and so spontaneous. You know, I don't think I've, I thought I was pretty wild when I was in high school, but I'm like, no, no, these guys are pretty fun. (laughs) No, but like, and even our, our kids, like Phoebe, my, my, uh, she's, um, 11 now she's going to be 12 in November. She remembers Nick and, and Nick wasn't that present in her life he only came to visit a few times and she's like oh remember when uncle nick did that remember when uncle nick did this and uh my friend mike's kids billy's kids they're all he's uncle nick to everybody mm-hmm. and uh that's, i'm sorry if you can hear my dog barking oh, in the background no worries. <laughs> she, she I, I can't even make her stop we have um, one too we're like yeah he's being good right now <laughs> yeah but um i mean and, and those are the things like they just remember stories of nick because nick was he was the fun uncle like you know and like there's there's certain friends like my my daughter will call mr mike or like and and we're still close but we just don't see him as much but she always calls nick uncle nick because that's that's the imprint he left it's reflected i think in this again the celebration that you and your friends Mm -hmm. have during you know in the 5k and it definitely sheds a lot of light to me about um why you guys we're compelled to put something together and and really yeah. celebrate his life because he left a big hole when he's gone and it's like uh and like i said even with his friends in uh, north carolina like travis he comes up to visit now and he always texts me and everything like that and travis and him were bosom buddies down there and that's where i thought i was like oh nick doesn't have any friends down there no, he had one of the best friends ever. I mean, heck, I think him and Travis were closer than me and him. They were. I mean, Travis is. Uh, Travis was there with him when he when he passed, and um, he still's broken up about it. Uh, he gets upset all the time, but um, he he loves what we do, and uh, he's he's now one of our friends. So um, I know we didn't get to have five Ks this year. Yeah, yeah at least yet. Do you what do you have planned for the Nick Maurer's 5K? Is there something you you're planning still trying to plan for this year or Yeah, we wanted to do something on October 10th, but then I see Broad Street is uh canceled and Broad Street's like the the week before mm-hmm. um the New York Marathon was canceled and that's in November. It's not looking like this thing is getting any better anytime soon. So uh I just started uh, kind of kicking around a virtual Mm-hmm. 5k last week mm-hmm. um because it it, it it stinks because when, when you think about fundraisers and things like that whether it's crowdsourcing or not but um you, you you've got to get people together yeah. and unfortunately with this thing we have in front of us getting people together is one of the last things you want to do yeah. so um i've been exploring different ideas uh like a virtual 5k i've also reached out to another company to do something uh a raffle online so we maybe we can get some baskets it'll help out yeah. small businesses and people mm-hmm. who do do things um like sell things out of their homes to get some recognition um uh, to yeah, do that's that a great and, idea yeah and that's something we were thinking of i just kind of kicked it around to everybody last week the, the whole thing about a virtual 5k is um giving to an organization that still has a cause Mm -hmm. because regardless of whether or not we can have five Ks and stuff, there's the cause is still there. Uh, We still have a dog park. We still have to maintain that dog park and um, people don't work for free. So, uh, and I can't do the dog park on my own. Um, So we do have a landscaping company that we need to continue to invest in and give them money. So they continue to do the great work they do with the dog park because it's looking beautiful down there. And then, then, then there's scholarships. I, I felt, 
it was horrible this year that we couldn't give out any scholarships because of we're dwindling down. So one of the things I've done recently is we've become a um, a charitable organization on Facebook. So when you see people, they have their birthdays and they're giving um to oh. uh, they're raising money for a certain organization. Nick Mauer's Dog Park is one organization that falls underneath that category now. We're also uh, working with the IRS to cheat. Like when we first did this stuff, I granted I have no understanding about any of this stuff when it comes to 503Cs and all those <laughs> things. But um, we've had different lawyers and and, uh, and accountants work with us, and they said that we need to be a public foundation for this. We try to do this thing called Amazon Cares. And uh, it's when every time you uh, purchase something on Amazon, 5% goes to the organization. Well, we listed ourselves as a private organization. We should have listed ourselves as a public organization because we could do that. So we're changing that right now. So hopefully we'll be able to do that Amazon Cares. But like already with the um, charitable organization on Facebook, I had to jump through hoops for that thing. And then finally, because you can't call Facebook, you have to just – it's just email and and wait. Mm -hmm. Um, So – we, we've raised $700 through that, um, and it's been spectacular. Uh, so the, and, it, and that's been from my birthday donations and another a student of mine who uh, did birthday donations. Um, but uh, so, so that's, that's been some, some type of income we've had. Uh, and, and I don't just want to sit there and just do fundraisers and have my hand. I also want to do things for people. Like um, the 5K, although, yeah, you pay to run. You're you're going to have a good time. Like that's that's going to be a good time. I can guarantee you a good time. Nobody's going to come out of there with a bad time. Oh yeah, I mean it's a that that five k is a is a bargain for, yeah. for the yeah. amount of fun that yeah. that you get. Yeah, definitely, I would say that. Like when I say that, when I put that up there, I, I put those advertisements on it and I say I guarantee you're going to have a good time. That's what I'm guaranteeing. You're going to have a good time, and I don't take that lightly because I I I want every person to have a good time whether it be winning a basket having your personal personal record in the 5k i'll never forget there's a friend of mine her name's lisa and she had to run to the bank it was the end of the race last year and i was there we were packing up and i'm like all right i gotta run over to the uh chinese auction we're getting ready to start that and um lisa comes up she goes listen i gotta run to the bank and the race guy was there and she goes how did i do and he goes, you got first in your category. And she jumped up for joy. She goes, what was my time? And uh, she got her personal best. And she was like, oh, my gosh, this is the best day ever. I was like, yeah. And that's the kind of thing that I want. That guy that came up to me, because my kids look forward to this every year. That's the kind of stuff that I want. And, um, yeah, when you're going to have a good time, when I say that, you're going to have a good time. Um, I tell all my teachers at my school, I'm like, yo, listen. I, I, I remember we had a um, – before before I knew or before any of us knew that the coronavirus was going to hit, we had an in-service in October, and I wore my Nick Mowers 5K shirt. And as I was talking to the staff in the beginning of the meeting, I said, some of you may be wondering what where this cool shirt came from. And I said, this is a 5K <laughs> that I organized, and you know if I organize, it's going to be the best. And uh, I said, you should all sign up. And I and a couple of them did sign up that day, like ready to go, but uh, then this happened. So, um, yeah, we're going to look at a virtual because uh, – really that's that's the that's one of the only options that i see right now but then also the online raffle like because i was really ready to start advertising now like july Mm -hmm. because when i look we have our race in april i start advertising in like i heavy advertise in in march but i'm looking like february march to start really kicking it in there and getting the um uh, businesses to go ahead and start giving money and things like that and 
it stinks because I had stickers and everything for the businesses this year to say, hey, thank you for sponsoring the Nick Myers 5K to go ahead and put, post that on their door and just to get the name out there. Yeah. And uh, so I do barbecue and I all the barbecue guys share stickers. And um, so I've been um, sharing stickers of 5K. I have a barbecue team, but we don't have stickers. So I share uh, the Nick Mowers 5K stickers with them. I'm like, listen, get this out there. Go ahead and get this out there. And uh, you'll see at different barbecue competitions around the U.S., Nick Mowers 5K stickers on coolers and barbecue uh, rigs. Yeah, that'd be uh, awesome. Yeah. So, uh, but now, so, so we're looking at something at, along those lines. I still, so if we do a virtual in October and give like a window of time, we could do that. Uh, and then definitely have the 5k next April. Hopefully we're out of this crazy time by then. Um, I, I, I don't see if, if we're not, then who knows where, where we're going to be, if we're, <laughs> like what, what's going to be going on in the world at that time. But, um, it's a shame too, because like I said earlier, we double everything every year. So the first year we had the dog Halloween costume contest, we had 20 dogs. The second year we had 40 dogs and, uh, it was fun. We had vendors there and, uh, it turned out to be a pretty darn good time and it, and it's, and it's a quick hit and go. So it take, takes about an hour and a half. People mm-hmm. come, they, they write, fill out their things for their dogs. The dogs walk up and down. We had this little ramp. They walk up and down. I, I talk about, I, I give their, um, I read their, uh, their, their profile and then they go back. I have a girl that, uh, takes pictures. She, she gets, gets a picture with them. They get their dog Halloween costume. Con- and you would be shocked. At the number of people that dress up their dogs for Halloween, <laughs> we do that. <laughs> okay, we're <sometimes>. guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was like, "What in the world is going on here?" And uh, yeah, and they're very like uh, the the, the uh, outfits are very um, in depth. Like, yeah, yeah they they really, they really get into it. Uh, they have themes and everything that go along. But it turns out to be a pretty fun time, and I'm shocked at the number of people who show up to that too. And uh, before last year's race, I went to the township committee and I, and um, again, I thank them for their help and having a dog park and getting that stuff. And then I also threw a little advertisement in there about the race. And, and I said to the, to the mayor, I was like, listen, we've got a dog park. And I know that there's been many organizations in Pennsville that tried to get a dog park and we were the ones that did it. And I said, and I'm shocked that people actually use it. And the mayor stopped me. He goes, you know what? I'm shocked too. He goes, in fact, when it came up, I thought it was a bad idea. I said, you and me both. I said, I looked at Billy like he was crazy. And, um, he, and I said, but you know what? It's taken off. People use it. And they're, I'm, I'm cleaning bags down there every week. And, uh, it's just like, they're, they're using it. It's pretty spectacular. N- knock on wood. We haven't had any major issues as far as uh, vandalism. There was a few things that, that happened, but overall it's been good. And I always try to make sure the township knows there's no tax dollars that are being used for that. Um, this is free to all free for all to use. And we maintain, um, we take care of it. The only thing the township does is cut the grass around it. We actually made it less work on the township because if that dog park wasn't there, the township would have to cut the grass that was there. So, mm-hmm. and we maintain and do it all. And, um, people are, they, 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 they get, they, they treat it like their own and, and that's good. Um, there's been times where I've been called down there because people have gotten into arguments because people weren't cleaning up their dog, uh, <laughs> dog dirt. And, and, the, and yeah. I'm like, yo, you can't fight about this. So I was like, let it go. It's okay. But, uh, you should clean up. Um, so overall it's, it's been good. I mean, Hey, would I give it all back to have Nick here in a second? Um, yeah. but if there's anything we could do to honor him, 
I think we're doing a pretty damn good job of it right now. Well, I'll have I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, um, absolutely. And definitely. if you were to do a virtual, you can count all four of us in. And good. we were going to okay. be there. Yes. And I, I yeah. think I think if anything, um, I think a virtual is a great idea. I mean. You know, I'm Here's seeing a lot, thing, yeah. a lot of different things There's, doing it. Yeah, so many virtuals this year because that's what is keeping um, people like myself to have something to look forward to. You know, I mean, as you know, 5K is not my best uh, distance or the distance that I, I like to run. But, you know, if it's if it's to help a cause, and that's what I would say runners love to do is, you know, it's so much more meaningful too when your your miles mean something. Um, yes. And especially when it goes to a great cause. And, and I'm more than confident that those that um, would have ran it or had signed up, I think th- this is great. This is a great opportunity for them to have something to look forward to, to get back, you know, on the training plan um, and to just, again, be able to, to contribute in their own way to Nick's uh, memory. Um, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, but like I said, hey, if you you put it up. You got four Alvarez win Alvarez yes. on there, <laughs> and you know, and I'm and no doubt you will find a way to make it to to put yeah. a twist into it that uh, yeah, it's going to be different from all other virtual races. Exactly, I, I have confidence you'll you'll come up with yeah. something interesting. Because uh, <laughs> what, what I was thinking of is like to do the virtual race, and if you're local to Pennsville, I mean, most of our people are local to Pennsville. I mean, we offer that beer. I could work. Uh, there's a bar I have in mind that is open at the time. I mean, they're they're doing outside dining, but I could set up something with them to where we could say, hey, we're going to do a virtual race and we're going to offer. A beer would you be willing to do that and then it gets people in their door and nowadays that's what we want we want people in their door um and then we could go and get those people and then hey when you take your race you log your time you come in you get your beer and i don't know how that's going to work yet but that's that's the (laughs) idea that i'm thinking of yeah definitely uh let us know we'll we'll try to help spread the word definitely Mm -hmm. i sure will there's other things i want to talk about but i think we may we can have a part two um, someday next season. I'd love to hear about your barbecue competition. Oh you know, yeah! And, and oh man, that that the smoke shack. <laughs> I have my own smoke shack, and it's that, that that's been kicking off too. What, awesome. what happened was when when school shut down, I had some time on my hands, so I uh, I started cooking pulled pork, and oh, I started selling gosh. it for the first time out of my backyard. Oh, really? and I you, people flocked, and it oh. was good. And I was ready to start selling my wings because my wings are out of this world jamming. Um, <laughs> and uh and we were ready to go and then school uh, then governor murphy says everybody goes back to uh, work so uh <laughs> i stopped selling i didn't didn't sell wings but i still make them and stuff for parties but yeah i'll talk about barbecue all day long yeah i mean I, yeah i'd love to that, and, and hence the reason i run uh, yeah that's a good that's a good reason as good a reason as any right it's like john you run so much you don't lose no weight well i cook barbecue <laughs> <laughs> I love barbecue. Um, good, yeah. I got make some good stuff. So, I usually we usually end the um, the podcast with uh, some rapid fire questions, kind of get to know you a little bit. If you're up for it, yeah, sure, cool. So, first one is uh, when you run, would you say you're running from something or towards something? 
I run towards something. So when I was in um, cross country, my coach always say, uh, he always said, when you see somebody in front of you, what you got to do is uh, you almost have a rope on a hook. You throw that hook into the back of their shorts and you keep pulling them in. So I'm always running towards something. When I start, uh, I, I always do out backs. So I can't wait to get on my back section. So when I'm going out, I always come back. So I'm always running back. To, to something and it's always forward forward progress i've been riding my bike too lately too and uh that's been a lot of fun um going towards something yes cool so when's your favorite time to run early morning if i get up um in the summertime <laughs> it's just in, in the summertime you gotta run early morning because i you can't take i don't know i i can't do this i see See Kathy, sometimes you get out in the afternoons there. I, I can't do uh, that. No, not anymore. No, I. Yeah. It, well, this year has been be, especially yeah. hot. It's I mean, been yeah. Yeah. I, I would have ridiculous. to go earlier, but if if you do see me later in the day, it's like maybe six or seven. Yeah, six yeah. or seven. <laughs> That's a lot, man. Um, no, but I, uh, I I like early in the morning because um, it's it's nice. Even before all this stuff hit, I was going. I was hitting the treadmill early in the morning because I don't like running at dark in the morning. Um, because I, my, the only cross street from my house, I live on the dead end. The only cross street is the main highway, so um, I don't live in a neighborhood to where I can just go out and run and not worry about traffic. And I don't want to run out on traffic, so I go to the treadmill in the morning and um, I get it done. When you're done in the morning, you don't have anything to worry about when you come home from work. Uh, so it, it's nice to get it done in the morning. Uh, when life gets overwhelming, what do you do to reset or clear your head? I like to go out like and smoke smoke some meat. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> that clears my head a lot. Uh, to go out there and just I, I you don't fuss too much with barbecue. So um, last like last week we came home from vacation. I cooked sixty wings um, real quick. We went to a party and then um, after that I came home. I slept for like two hours. I got home and I slept for two hours, got up at um, 3.30 in the morning and put on some um, pork butts mm -hmm. and uh, got them ready for a graduation party the next day. Um, so those were quick burns and it didn't really, I didn't really sit out there. But when I can sit all day next to my smoker and yeah. open it up and spritz the meat and all that kind of stuff and listen to music or uh, Howard Stern shows, I, I enjoy that. Yeah. That's fun. I can definitely relate. I used to be, it's been a number of years, but I used to be big into barbecuing too. I wasn't, very, yeah. I wasn't great at it, but, but I, I loved it. Definitely yeah. It's, relate. it's, it is a real stress relief. I mean, I used to golf and I used to golf because I, I, I would smoke cigarettes and drink beer. Well, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. So I like to smoke meat. And I don't golf. <laughs> I think I know the answer to this next question, but, uh, where would you say is your quote-unquote happy place? <laughs> At my trailer. <laughs> my trailer in Ocean City, Maryland. Oh, okay, cool. I love it down there. Um, I, I, like this year, uh, we started going down there. We, we, well, we, we, we thought we were not going to be able to go down until mid-May, but they let us go down a little bit early. And uh, we stayed home a couple weekends, and my friends have boats. So I went on the boat to them down the C&D Canal to uh, the Chesapeake Inn, and I thought for a while that, I think I was like, I'm going to sell a trailer. I'm, I'm going to get a boat because I had a good time. But then we went down to the trailer and I'm like, nope, no way. I'm not leaving this place. I love it. But is there I a said, smoker next to that trailer? Well, and it's funny you say that because <laughs> last weekend, when, when we, when you called last weekend, I had the smoker, I had my big smoker on the back of my truck to go down and on Friday, oh, nice. not last Friday, Friday before I cooked for 
the campground owners because she called me and she said, because I, I always do the campground party and I cook for that. And, um, I cooked brisket for the first time for them. Mm. And she called me and she goes, listen, I found two briskets and I can't stop thinking about brisket since you cooked it last September. So <laughs> if I buy two, will you want to cook one for yourself and one for me? And I was like, yeah, no problem. So I took the big smoker down there and, uh, yeah. I, I do have a smoker down there, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, what advice would you give someone just finishing high school or college, you know, trying to figure out what to do with yeah. their lives? It's funny you say that because I have I, I have a piece of advice I've given to students my entire administrative career. Have a goal. Know what you're going to do and get to it. Um, for example, I wanted to be a teacher since first grade and nothing ever changed uh, mm. for Actually, uh, scratch that. I didn't change, but I kind of thought I wanted to be an accountant my junior year. And I remember going into my accountant teacher, accounting teacher, Mr. Reinhardt. And I said, Mr. Reinhardt, what do you think about me being an accountant? He goes, Mr. Ogden, I don't. Stick with teaching. <laughs> and uh, so I was the only student at Pennsville High School to take child care for three years in a row. It was a two-year program. I said to the guidance counselors, like, listen, we had print shop, wood shop, metal shop. Um, mechanical drawing and auto shop. Well, I took auto shop my freshman year. I took childcare my sophomore and junior year, my senior year. He's like, what do you want to take? I said, listen, I want to do any of those other things. I want to be a teacher. Please let me take childcare again. So they gave me a teacher assistant my senior year. And that was, that was awesome. I really got into it, but I knew I wanted to be a teacher to where I went through high school. And at the end of high school, I remember it was August. My mom goes, John, what are you going to do? It, it's just there after I graduated. Uh -huh. And I said, I'm going to be a teacher. She goes, are you going to go to college sometime? And I was like, yeah. So I remember I went up to the community college that day and signed up for classes and got all, got all of them done. And I think I was one year at Salem or one and a half years at Salem. And then I transferred up to Rowan. I, I knew I wanted – so that's why it wasn't stressful because I knew I wanted to be a teacher. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a teacher. That's how it's going to be. I'll just get to it when I do. Yeah, have a goal because when you have a goal, it makes it easy. Um, when you know what you want to be and you want to do, it, it's right there. So go for it. Don't stop until you get it. Yeah, that's great advice. And I think you definitely made the right but then choice. It, then, <laughs> then, then another thing is this. When you get to that goal, set another one. Mm. Uh -huh. Like that's a big one. Yeah. Like when you get there, don't just be complacent and say, I'm a teacher, I'm good, or I'm, I'm this, I'm, I'm, I'm that, I'm good. Always strive to be better. Um, when I ran my first half marathon, something I never thought I would do, I said, okay, here I am. And I got there and I said, what are you going to do now? I never went with the fool because, I don't know, I, I, when I was training for my second half marathon, I got hit with, um, what was it, uh, dehydration. Oh. Holy cow. And I never experienced dehydration until I experienced dehydration. And if you ever have, it is horrible. And I was like, you know what? I'm not doing, I'm not doing a full marathon that the halves, halves are, are good. And, and, and now like, I know my next goal was to do another half. So when you decide it and you want to do it and you have the time to go ahead and do it. When I decided I want to do my first half, I said, this is what I'm going to do. And I, I was driven. And once I got there, it was the best feeling in the world. So then you sit around and you're like, okay, you got to do another. Well, it's definitely been fun. I think we could probably talk for hours with you, and we'll definitely definitely want to do this again. Yeah, yeah, this is fun. Yeah, um, and definitely looking forward to you know what you do with the Nick Myers 5K 
you know, either, you know, both this year and then next year, hopefully things get back to normal. Yeah, definitely stay tuned because it's going to be interesting this year. Uh, this with, with COVID, it's, it's, you're, you're, you're recreating the wheel and there's no wheel. I, I say that like even with school, with what we're doing with school, I, I've been doing, I've been in education 21 years and all of a sudden everything is different. It's all brand new and there's no blueprint and it's never been done before. And that's difficult. It's flying by the seat of your pants, but that's fun. Yeah. But uh, definitely want to thank you for sharing your great stories with you and you and Nick, and it's been fun, just fun listening to them. So thank you, definitely thank you for being. Well, thank open. you. Yeah, thanks for thanks for uh, thinking of me and uh, calling me and and setting this up. Uh, sorry about all the misconnections beforehand. <laughs> this uh, this kind of stuff's tough, but uh, no, thank you. This has been a pleasure. No, uh, well, well worth the wait. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and to all our listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. We will have John's social media info, you know, all the the uh, links to um, his Facebook and the Nick Mowers 5K in our show notes. And uh, we will catch you in the next one. Thanks again for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes and sharing this podcast. You can find show notes and other episodes, as well as articles from John and many of our contributors on werunwithyou.org. You can connect with us at We Run With You on Instagram and Facebook. You can email John at jogbin, that's J-O-G-B-I-N, at comcast.net, and connect with him through Facebook at Nick Mowers Memorial 5K. Until next time, keep doing good.